Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world on this We shine. <laughs> I feel like my vocal aesthetic is 90s. Like it's it's much more fun to sing in a 90s aesthetic than like actually singing. Cuz I feel like actually, actually vibe. Like, is it? Your vibe gives off you give off that 90s that 90s black vibe. Like that's your vibe. That's Amanda Seals for you. That is the best thing you could have said to me today on this Friday that I am giving you fly girl energy because that is what Hello. I live. Okay, fly girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fly girl. Yeah. Now, Nails, you are a weekend warrior. I am. I am not. I'm. My goal for this weekend is to play tennis. I've been trying for the past three weekends, and it was like I had crazy jet lag that I had my back thrown out, then I had to travel, but I'm actually here, so I'm going to play tennis. What is your weekend plan? Oh, it's going to be a super weekend. We got a lot of events going on in the city for the, the big game this weekend, so um, a lot of people oh, DJing. Right Super Bowl, right? Yeah, the Bowl yeah, of this, Super. Yep, <laughs> the Bowl of Super is this weekend. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a lot of parties in the city that I, uh, this weekend, so I'm going to be popping in and all those. All right. Well... I will not be doing any of that. I actually need to ask my neighbor if they're having another Super Bowl party because that's where I'll go. Otherwise, uh, I did not remember that that was happening this weekend. But it's a big deal. It's a big deal. And I know all our Philly listeners are like, how could you not remember that? (laughs) I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. Uh, But uh, as we get into our Friday of things, please tell us what we have in Black Hero News. So sad. The latest update on the Turkey and Syrian earthquake. The death toll is past 20,000 people. What? Are you serious? Mm -hmm. (sighs) Okay. Next story. Also, AMC theaters, they're giving $5 movie tickets for select films in honor of Black History Month. This comes just the day after we broke the news to them that they're changing say, the prices. That's like, man, <laughs> AMC. <laughs> and now they're giving $5 movie tickets for select films in honor. Is it in honor of Black History? Okay. All right. All right. I wonder what films. Do we know what films? Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about it during okay. now. Yeah. All right. All right. Good, good, good. Because it better not all be slave movies. If they had not <laughs> all be slave films, then I know what y'all trying to indoctrinate us to do. <laughs> <laughs> we also uh, got critics that are slamming Disney for an anti-white episode of the Proud Family reboot. Man, wait till you for hear the this. Record, you were you were putting that in quotes because the yes. anti-white part is definitely quote unquote anti-white yeah. episode of the Proud Family reboot. Child, please. We also got a story where a man stole 10000 from his girlfriend to gamble. I want to make sure we highlight the word stole, okay? <laughs> stole 10000 from his girlfriend to gamble, wins a hundred mil, and gave the girlfriend back this amount. We're going to talk about it a little later, so I want y'all to stick around to find out City what he up. did. 
Yeah, we got to find out. I want y'all to find out what he did, how much he gave her back. All right. Stay connected with us 24 seven on all social media at Seal Said It. You can also give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Who is time to listen, laugh and learn? The Amanda Seal Show. We're here at the Amanda Seals Show. I'm your favorite neighborhood common sense specialist and comedian, Amanda Seals, joined by DJ Nails. And this first story out of the gate is unconscionable. Yeah. Um, We're updating you on the numbers over there in Turkey and Syria. Over 20,000 killed and more injured from that 7.8 magnitude earthquake over there. And the numbers just keep jumping up every day. As well as fears for survivors, too, because uh, there's aid agencies saying the snowfall and the lack of water and communication and power is going to make it tough for people who survived this earthquake as they're making rescue efforts happen. I know that I keep just kind of like being speechless, but it's because I'm always just speechless at what humans go through just by nature of being in the wrong place at the wrong time, you know? And um, just to hear that the number is jumping, it jumped 5,000 people in one day. It's like my mind can't even get wrapped around that. But as we know, in these types of situations, every day is a big deal because every day that they're not able to rescue people, we're going to see more people perish because the situation gets worse and worse. That means that they've gone another day without water, another day without food, or, you know, their injuries are sustained. And um, I just... I saw the Japanese earthquake rescue team arriving and I saw that America was giving aid and I feel like I can like feel the pain even from that far away. But uh, whenever these disasters happen, we call for donations, we call for support. I feel like a lot of America isn't paying attention to this because America does not care oftentimes about countries that have brown people or countries that are not necessarily like funding America in some sort of way. But we care because here at the Amanda Seals show, we have ethics and we have a global perspective and we understand that the truth is, is that we all are here on this planet together. So if you would like to donate to the Action Against Hunger organization, which has been recognized as a leader in the fight um, against hunger, and they are working with the International Federation of Red Cross and Red Cross Societies, et cetera, you can go to malnutrition at actionagainsthunger.org, or you can go to the CARE organization, and uh, they are a leading humanitarian organization fighting global poverty. And you can go to CARE, it's literally care.org. We send our, not our thoughts and prayers, but we send our love and light. And that is where the update is on that terrible scenario. So shout out to everybody who may have family members over there or who are over there themselves. Okay. What else are we talking about? Let's talk about something that is actually not that deep. Yeah. Some positive, some positive stuff. Well, you know, we just talked about AMC movie theaters raising their prices for their movies in different tiers yesterday. Well, Today, we're letting you know that you get those old school $5 movie prices that we used to get back in the day because AMC movie theaters are doing some select movies for $5 for Black History Month for a week each movie. You can check out Gina Prince by the Woods, Woman King. and Bythewood, Bythewood, Bythewood. Bythewood, I'm sorry. Bythewood. It's like bike, but like with a list. Bythewood. Wow. Mm-hmm. Great way to describe. Now, you know, Gina Prince-Bythewood was also one of the original writers on A Different World. Ooh, 
Mm-hmm. See what I did there? Yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> you know my parents love me. Let's go classic in the culture. <laughs> um, also, you can get uh, you can check out you know yeah Chuck Woo's um, Till and Ryan Coogler's Black Panther Wakanda Forever five dollars each week and it's going on now through March second. Okay, all right. I mean, I appreciate this. I'm trying to see if I find anything wrong with it. <laughs> I'm like searching, like, do I see any issue with this? Not really. I think at the end of the day, uh, anytime that we are creating a space where more people can have access to seeing films and uh, work by black creatives, then that's a good thing. And I mean, it only is for this month, but it's fine because these creatives also deserve to get the full ticket price for the other months. Right. So shout out to these directors and everybody involved in these films. I mean, we also make it so that like any black folks coming to see black movies get a discount, but I mean, I guess we can't do that. Whatever. Uh, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Black black folks coming up next critics are slamming Disney. Of all places, Disney is getting slammed for being not racist? What? Yeah, apparently there's an anti-white episode of the Proud Family reboot, and folks are upset. A lot of white tears are dripping. A lot of white tears are dripping. And are you okay? Karen, are you okay? Are you okay, Karen? We'll talk about it when we get back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Yes, y'all. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals show. It's Amanda Seals here with DJ Nails. Nails, did you watch The Pride Family back in the day? I did back in the day. Yeah, I haven't seen the little reboot that they have on Disney Plus right now. That's pissing a lot of people off. Why got to be Lil? It's a big reboot. It's a big reboot. They make a big deal about it. I didn't know about it until we started talking about how people pissed off at them. (laughs) Oh, really? Okay, well, why are people pissed off? Well, apparently people are pissed off at not just the Proud Family brand, but they're they're pissed off at Disney as well. Got them mad. The critics, they're slamming a Juneteenth episode of the reboot of Proud Family on Disney+. And in this episode that's titled Louder and Prouder, you can hear him talking about how America is still not atoned for slavery and systemic racism. Listen to this. This country was built on slavery, which means slaves built this country. Tilled this land from sea to sea to sea. First there was rice, tobacco, sugar cane. Then Whitney did his thing and cotton became king. And we were its soldiers. Four million strong. Fighting for America's freedoms, even though we remained America's slaves. Built this country. The descendants of slaves continue to build this. Slaves built this country. And we, the descendants of slaves in America, have earned reparations for their suffering. And continue to earn reparations every moment we spend submerged in the systemic prejudice, racism, and white, white supremacy, supremacy that America was founded with and still has not atoned for. Slaves built this country. I mean, I'm just bursting with pride <laughs> and joy that they did this. And I love, I don't know if a lot of people caught this, but the the delivery is also a callback to the last poets and the last poets were like one of the seminal spoken word groups. You know, they came out in the time of Gil Scott Heron and uh, they were doing what exactly this poem aspires to do, which is to teach through entertainment. So when you hear like the Biggie song party and bullshit, that's a sample from a last poets poem mm. that goes when the revolution comes, this is going to party and bullshit and party. So, it, you know, if you want to really get into your, your crates and really get into your samples, go back and get some. Come some on, last learn me. History. 
Come on, learn me, Amanda. <laughs> Listen, laugh, and learn. Come on, Amanda. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Shout out to Felipe Luciano and Abio Dune. And, um, you know, those brothers out there, those brothers are, are legends in the game. But I really, I knew that I was going to love this because when I hear people upset at Disney, I'm like, oh, somebody did something right. Somebody did something right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, people are going to always be upset at the truth, especially when we're living in a country right now that is trying everything in its power to act like what really happened in this country did not happen. And to hear people say like, this is toxic and divisive and destructive. No, actually, the attempt to erase and to gaslight an entire nation into believing that what took place and what is taking place has not and is not taking place is toxic, divisive. And destructive. Bingo. Telling the truth and helping people to see not only the error of their ways, not only the error of their ancestors' ways, is the only way to see the way forward. So if your feelings were hurt by listening to this, you are part of the problem. (laughs) Coming up next. (laughs) A man stole $10,000 from his girlfriend, won $100 million, and wants to give her back you know what? You're going to have to stick around and find out how much money he wants to give her back. I'm glad that he wants to give her back a certain amount at all, but we're going to hear what it is. And I want to know what you would do right next on the Amanda Seal Show. City Boys up. Slay! The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I am. Well, let me ask you this, DJ Nails. Yes. Are you a gambler? Do you like gambling? Most recently, uh, Ohio just started legally sports gambling. So I've been dibbling and dabbling in that. Yeah. What made you decide, you know what? I want to get into the gamble game. Uh, my frat brothers. <laughs> just being bad, 100. Bad advice from good people. Bad <laughs> advice from good people. Well, uh, I hate to say it, but a man from Nigeria <laughs> allegedly stole $10,000 from his girlfriend back in 2021. She had left it on his shelf while visiting him. So that was, first of all, that was her first mistake. Why are we even, te- why are we even traveling with 10 racks and why are we just leaving it on shelves? But uh, he took it. He took the 10000 in Nigerian dollars, placed it in a bet that lasted for two days. He promised his girlfriend he'd win her back the stolen money. Not only did he win the bet back, Nails, how much did he win? 100 million Nigerian dollars. Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> So he tells the exciting thing to his girlfriend, right? Like, I want all this money. I want all this money. Of course, she's like, why would you steal my money and think it's okay that I would be excited that you won off of it? So she demanded, well, you need to give me at least 40 mil. And he refused. He refused. It's dogged out. It's dogged out that he refused to give her a a bigger chunk of that. He did promise that he was going to pay her that 10,000 back. So he should have gave her that 10,000 and then some. I ain't going to say he should give a half of it, but he should give her a huge chunk of it. She was the seed. So we going to need at least 10% of that, bruh. We going <laughs> to need at least 10% and then some interest on it. Two days of interest. And he refused and claimed that he wanted to use the money to grow his business. And uh, eventually he then decided to give her $5 million. And she did not accept the offer and was forced to give him an ultimatum. Here's the ultimatum, y'all. Oh. <laughs> Either give me $40 million or I'm going to leave you. <laughs> Sis, you, let me tell you. I'm pulling out the keys. <laughs> I, listen, Nails, like self-worth is really important, right? And you got to know 
your worth. But like you telling a man who stole money from you that if he don't give you a certain amount, then you're going to leave him. Like, hasn't he already demonstrated to you where his <laughs> interests, priorities <laughs> and uh, preferences lie? Yep. Yeah. I don't. Hmm, I don't know. Well, y'all, I got to hear from you. <laughs> Do you think that this ultimatum was reasonable? Do you think that he should have given her the 40 mil regardless? Or do you think, nah, he stole the 10,000. He only owes her 10,000. Give me a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8. 1-855-262-6328. And what would you do if someone stole your money and then won a bunch of money off of your money? What would you expect from that in return. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Coming up next, where are we going, Nails? We're going to the phone lines and taking your calls on our relationship topic. Can rich men make time? It's a good question. That's happening next on the Amanda Seal Show. Well, she about to find out because he a rich man and she's saying that she better <laughs> stay with him. <laughs> Keys. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Listen, laugh, and learn on this Friday. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Hey, thank you so much for being tapped into the show. And we always love staying connected with you at 855-AMANDA-8. That's one 855 Amanda A, okay, I'm going to say it again so you can save it in your phone. 855-262-6328. Now, yesterday on the show, we had an IG post. You can check it out at Seal Said It on our IG as well, where a lady is asking, can rich men make time for women? Listen to what Marty had to say. What's up, Amanda? This is Maurice, and I wanted to comment on that IG post about dating rich guys, and I happen to agree with her. Uh, well, you definitely have to be cut out for a relationship with the rich man because there's a lot of client facing when he's got to meet with other people and so forth. And so you have to be secure in yourself and in that relationship and, and, uh, and be ready to spend some time alone, even though you're in the relationship. So I agree with her 100 percent. And if your love language is to have him there, then you may want to rethink trying to date a rich man. Um, I, I think some rich men can probably find the balance, but a lot of them can't. So anyway, love the show and keep up the good work, girl. Bye. Thank you. You know what I think? A lot of people aren't dating adults. That's what I think. Because mm -hmm. an adult go to work. <laughs> so I'm kind of wondering, like, I don't think it's a fair expectation as an adult to expect that my partner is just going to be home all day with me. Like, I think that's a weird expectation. I don't know. I mean, I feel like people go to work. They handle their business. They may have to travel, but they're going to fit it in. But this also goes back to what we said initially, time management, like a rich man who is going out to an event for his job or whatever place he owns or 
He could take his spouse with him. Guess what? That's quality time right there as well. I think there's also something to be said for this expectation for, well, maybe it's the part that a lot of these women seem to be not working. So they are also like not busy themselves. And so they're feeling like, oh, like their time should be filled with this partner. But I Mm. feel like I just have my own thing going on anyway. And we got to make time for each other. That's what really I feel like is normal, but I guess I I don't know. I can't relate, y'all. I, can't relate. I have dated, I have dated rich men and they made time, and I'm you know so I I don't know. I don't know. But I want to hear more from you guys. Is, am I bugging? Hit me up. 1-855-262-6328. 1-855-AMANDA8. All right, now coming up next, great news about Damar Hamlin. You got to stick around to find out what that news is. Don't go anywhere. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the about me right now it's just it's it's the end of the week we did it we did it i'm also wearing a shirt that says aliens didn't like white people would you like me to explain the shirt please because i love aliens (laughs) (laughs) okay so there's these shows called ancient aliens and they always talk about how the the black people couldn't have built the pyramids in egypt like that you know there's all these like the mayans the machu picchu all these places like that must have been aliens who came and gave all of these different indigenous peoples the information and the knowledge and the, the engineering to build these pyramids and so this white guy was like well if that's the case and what these scientists are saying is that the aliens only came to people of color because the white people who are ancient had Stonehenge and if you've seen Stonehenge as it compares to pyramids it's just a bunch of rocks just laying around I love it and so the internet got very angry at him and he was like well in my effort to piss as many people off on the internet as possible I have now Design shirts that say aliens didn't like white people and you can get them <laughs> online. So, of course, I bought that shirt because I thought that was a hilarious observation and low key, probably true. So there's that. I know you guys are like, Amanda doesn't like white people. That's not true. I like people who are good people. And those people just happen to be white because whiteness is a construct that is only created in oppression. Mm. Think about it. All right. Here we go. We're back. <laughs> That's how it goes now. The Amanda Steele Show. Even on Fridays, it never stops. Nails, what do we got for Black Eric News? Our first story, we're going to jump into a black grandmother who is suing her bank because the bank called the cops on her after she tried to access her own money. This is a case of banking while black. Mm, mm. Mm. I have had this issue with Chase Bank. I feel like Chase really be like, ah, ah, ah. what you trying to do? I'm like, it's mine. Let me live. But this is, of course, far more serious because the boys was involved. What else we got going on? Buffalo Bills star DeMar Hamlin. He got some great news from the NFL Players Association coach. We'll talk about that during this hour. So nice to get some good news and so nice to get some fresh information because, you know, this Black History Month, we always want to find ways to celebrate 365. But we're launching a segment this Black History Month that we will be doing 365 called Bet You Didn't Know. 
where we invite some of our favorite TikTok and Instagram and social media historians to come on here and let us know about a small, little-known Black fact. And today we have uh, Khalil Green, the Gen Z historian, who will be joining us to tell us a little fact. A big fact. A big Black fact. All right. Now, if you miss any of the show, you can listen to our daily podcast, y'all, wherever you get your podcasts. Also, my other podcast, Small Doses, Potent Truths for Everyday Use, is now available in Urban One Podcast. And this week's episode is Side Effects of Being a Risk Taker. Yeah. So if you're trying to get into like, why am I not taking the next steps and things? Well, I've got some things to say about it. And you can listen and you can also watch on my YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. But right now we are here to listen, laugh, and learn, because it's the Amanda Seals Show. Welcome back, y'all. Happy Friday. It's Amanda Seals here at the Amanda Seals Show. Your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. We got DJ Nails, who's about to get us into some Black Hero News. Man, our first story, this right here pissed me off because it's down there in Florida again, right? So it's a 70-year-old black grandma banking while black, right? She's suing her credit union that she's been at for over 50 years. Her name is Mrs. Stevenson, a retired Mm -hmm. teacher. She went and deposited $600 in the ATM at the bank. It didn't post, so she went back to the bank. They told her, wait a couple hours because the ATM's broken. When it was all day, she ended up going off and they called the police on her. Police ended up throwing her in the cruiser car, which fractured her nose. They also strip searched her her in the jail where she spent the night in jail. And this was all over her asking about her $600 to pay her mortgage. You know what it really is, is about them feeling like, how dare you be angry? Like black people, we are not allowed to express anger or frustration. We are supposed to take whatever is given to us quietly, silently and submissively. And when we move outside of that, people think it is unlawful. Like that's really the reality of things. And let me tell you about Georgia and its history of just treating black people crazy. I did an article for Ebony Magazine on uh, policing and on Tyree Nichols. And in my research, research, I found that Georgia had laws on the books that said that anybody, basically, you don't got to be a police person. Anybody could bring in black folks to jail if they felt they were committing a crime. And I feel like this still is is going on in Georgia. Remember the same place where your man's Ryan Coogler, director of Creed and Black Panther, he was in Atlanta when Mm -hmm. he tried to withdraw money from his bank account and the teller called the cops on him there. And that was a black woman. I don't know what's going on with y'all in Atlanta, which is a black ass city, but I need it to stop because it really is nonsense. And I had a scenario where I went to go buy my car and I had to go to the bank and get a cashier's check. And the bank was really not trying to get me to check. Do you know that we had to call the dealership and the dealership had to tell them, yes, she wants the money for her car. If I want the money, it's my money. Yes. My money and I want it now. I want it now. It went all the way up the chain of command. I, and I, I'm surprised I didn't get pulled out of that place because we was in Beverly Hills and I was hot, y'all. Ooh. Hot. This is my money. And I know this is only happening because I'm black. And they were like, <laughs> ah, give her her money. Yeah. Um, like uh, Benjamin Crump is uh, representing Miss uh, Stevens, too. Um, and he said this all is right just now. a typical case of banking while black. So. Listen, Ben Crump on the case, you know, it's going down. He is the new age Johnny Cochran. So we are very happy to see that. What else we got going down? Well, Damar Hamlin, he just got some great news. All right. So we've all been praying for this right here. The Players Association did say this. And I'm going to quote this man as I say this. He says, quote, I guarantee you 
that Damar Hamlin will play professional football again. We deserve to give him some cowbells for that one right there. He's made some remarkable progress since he was discharged from Buffalo Medical Center on January 11th. And I think it's really great news because, listen, I mean, what happened on the field and him surviving, that's one thing. And we're all glad that he made it out. But he was in the middle of doing the thing he loved. And so it's great news that he's able to continue and return back to him doing the things that he loves. So shout out to Damar Hamlin. And we are all rooting for him. And we're hoping that, you know, we get to see him. Congratulations to him. He will end up playing football again. (laughs) And you know what? I feel like I actually be doing myself an injustice because I actually do be knowing more about sports. Like, I can tell you how to run defense so you know let's be real um, <laughs> like you know I, I know a little thing or two. now when we come back our guest Khalil Green is going to be joining us for our Black History segment Betcha Didn't Know we're going to explain it right here on the Amanda Seal Show the Amanda Seal Show we up we up we up McDonald's is not new to chicken so maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. This is Amanda Seals, and I am joined by DJ Nails, and we are joined in honor of Black History Month with one of my favorites social media historians, Khalil Green, the Gen Z historian, who I always try to make a point of letting everybody know is a brilliant young black man. And he has got a little known black fact to put us onto. Take it away, Khalil. Hello, hello everyone. Thank you for having me here. Uh, So the little known black fact is more of a little known black connection. And the headline is Soldier Boy invented TikTok. So the reason I say that is through is because of uh, the Crank That Soldier Boy dance, which came out in 2007. So I'm sure many of you lived through um, all of that and the reality of that dance. But little known fact is that Soldier Boy's Crank That Dance was the first viral sort of line dance replicable thing that happened um, after the rise of the internet and social media like MySpace and Facebook. So there's always been a tradition in African-American cultures um, to do line dances and to like replicate things, whether it be the electric slide or the cha-cha slide. Um, But Soulja Boy is the first person to connect that with the use of the internet and make it go viral. And we start to see the um, copying of the sort of Soulja Boy template with other dances in the late 2000s, like the stanky leg um, and uh, like the, the running man dance. And that traces all the way up until the rise of TikTok, where a lot of the original black TikTok dancers were on an app called Triller. And from Triller, black dancers started to migrate onto TikTok, Jaliah Harmon being one of them. And she's the person who choreographed the Renegade dance, which was the first dance that really put TikTok on the map across the world during the pandemic. And then from Jaliah Harmon's legacy, we see the rise of so many TikTok dancers and choreographers of course, one of the issues that I always like to highlight is how these white dancers will co-opt and copy these black dances and these black trends and this black tradition and get so much recognition that these black people 
who are the inventors of culture don't get. But at the same time, I take a lot of pride in the history of a platform as huge as TikTok, starting with a black cultural uh, phenom in that the soldier boy uh, who comes from, I think like Atlanta and before that Illinois, uh, a teenager really just making a viral dance um, and starting this, like this, what's it called? Domino effect that created one of the biggest social media platforms in the world. Well, watch me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Khalil, can you crank that soldier boy? I can. I can. I, I definitely can. <laughs> I have some videos put somewhere. Unfortunately, this is one of those. This is one of those Zoom days where I came in with the top prepared, the bottom not. So I can't stop, stand up and show you now, but someday I will. Someday I will. Good to know. Good to know. I mean, that is a fascinating tale, and we will talk more about it when we get back. Stick around right here. We got DJ Nails and our Gen Z historian Khalil Green in the house for a Black History Month moment at the Amanda Seals Show. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals. I am joined by the Florida man, DJ Nails, and. Our Gen Z historian in the house, Khalil Green. Khalil, I did not know that about Soldier Boy. I mean, I, I try not to know too much about Soldier Boy. <laughs> I feel like the only, I feel like the biggest thing I know about Soldier Boy is, uh, well, someone I went on a date once, and the guy told me that Soldier Boy was a legend, and I felt like I'm not going to argue that, but I feel like that lets me know that you're too young for us to date. Because <laughs> you think Soldier Boy is a legend, <laughs> so that's crazy. Um, I actually I wrote an article for Ebony where I was saying that the new Black Renaissance is actually taking place on the internet. Would you agree mm -hmm. or disagree? I definitely think it's um, going viral and reaching people on the internet, but I really think it does start in communities. Um, whenever you hear about a new dance or a new slang term, or whatever the case might be, it's usually from inner city youth, black youth specifically. And these terms or these words, or these dance moves probably have been circulating in their communities for a long time. But once they mm -hmm. post it on the internet is when everyone starts to see it and then it really takes place and takes hold. Um, so I think the creativity starts in the community and then it's put onto the internet. Where did you find this uh, passion for history and for talking about Black culture? Because to my knowledge, weren't you the first Black student president, body president, president at Yale? Yale. Yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> I, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, so I recently graduated from um, Yale University, uh, where I got the degree in history. Flex. And while I was there, I also served as student body president. Um, and from those experiences, I really dived into learning about Black history. But one thing for me is I was always a lot more interested in Black history after the Civil Rights Movement. But in a lot of my classes up until that point, I had only learned about it before or during. So when I was doing my research, I wrote my thesis on the 1990s and the crime bill that Biden wrote and how that correlated with like the rise of um, gangster rap and black cultural traditions being demonized and so on and so forth. As you continue down the decades, you get to where I am, where I'm studying culture in 2020. Love it. We don't we love it, Nails? That's awesome. Let's see a black man do man. Congratulations, brother. <laughs> Thank you. We love it and we love having you here celebrating with us and sharing the knowledge. That is one of my biggest proponents of my existence is like knowledge is the key to our liberation. So thank you so much for joining us today. Where can people get more Khalil Green, the Gen Z historian in their life? 
So they can find me on Instagram at khalil.green. That's K-A-H-L-I-L dot G-R-E-E-N-E. And on TikTok at Khalil Green. There y'all have it. All right. That's another Black History Month moment right here with us at the Amanda Seals Show. Every single day when you turn on this show right here, the Amanda Seals Show, you're going to listen, you're going to laugh, and you're going to learn something on this show. All right. His nails right here. That is Amanda Seals. And we appreciate you for always being tapped in. And if you miss any episode of the show, you can go wherever you get your podcast. Type in the Amanda Seals Show and it's right there for you. All right. Yesterday, we had a conversation about this on the phone lines at 855-AMANDA-8. That's 855-262-6328. Let's go to the phone lines because this topic right here, can rich men make time for women? It really got you ladies responding on this. I 100% agree with you. I feel like people make time for what they want to make time for. If he wants to spend time with you, he will spend time with you. If not, all of a sudden he's super busy and ain't got no time for that. It also kind of shows that what he thinks of you as a person like this he thinks that you are literally just out for the money he might just be showering you with the money just to keep you around and have you when Mm. he's ready to have you if he really actually likes you not only will he you know shower you with the gifts but he will also make time to be around you to get to know you to actually like fall in love with you because otherwise without quality time it ain't no love it's just an arrangement Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an arrangement Ooh. yeah that sounds like a drew hill song in the making that's what that sounds like it's just an arrangement that's it i don't think there's anything to add i think she really nailed it she hit it out the park and i hope oh anybody who was listening got a little lesson but if you have something to add then please hit me one eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. Because I know somebody's like, well, I think. Well, we want to know what you think. All right, we got more show for you coming up next. Don't go anywhere because this is the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. We ain't nobody's fool. No, we shaking up the system. Friday. We up, we up, we up. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals. Shout out to everybody who is joining us. I think, you know, we've got people who just be joining for the first time. So if you're curious about what you're about to listen to, you're going to hear some facts. You're going to hear some laughs. You're going to hear some... What else are you going to hear? We're going to hear some... Authenticity. Ooh, gonna... we're going to hear some authenticity. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. What else? Mm-hmm. What else are we going to hear? We're going to hear some goodness. I mean, that's what's going on here at the Amanda Seals Show. We're just really excited to be always able to give you edutainment. We're educating and entertaining at the same time. And we do that every break. Like this hour, we got some Black Hero news coming up. Uh, Nails, what's that going to look like? A conversation where somebody says something that we've been uh, actually saying for a while. Police are taught to hunt in Black communities. We'll dig deeper this hour. Mm-hmm. Not surprised. And this is coming from a former police officer, by the way. Okay, so we're going to get into that. What else we got going on? Well, the Brooklyn Nets just lost another superstar. Kevin Durant, he got traded. And oof, it's going to sting up there in Brooklyn. (laughs) Mm, 
moves. You know who else got traded? Russell Westbrook. And where he got traded to, I feel like he must have made somebody very, very mad. It's a shakedown going down in the NBA, okay? It's a shakedown. Speaking of Brooklyn, Jay-Z has been named the greatest rapper of all time as Billboard reveals its top 50 for hip-hop's 50th anniversary. I wish Billboard would stop doing these things. I mean, I know they do them so that they stay in the conversation, but I, of course, want to hear from you guys who you feel is your favorite rapper, the greatest rapper of all time. And if you agree with Hove being the greatest rapper of all time, why? Hit me up, 1-855-262-6328. That's 1-855-AMANDA8. Now, we got more to talk about when we come back, so don't go anywhere. You gotta listen, laugh, and learn with us. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Welcome back, y'all. We are here at the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals joined by DJ Nails. Happy now, Freaky Nails. Friday. Happy Freaky Friday. Happy Freaky Friday. You know, uh, we've been talking a lot about police brutality as we should be because it is incessant. And uh, I would love for you to set up, you know, what this story is all about because I think people really need to understand that we are not being hyperbolic. We're not exaggerating when we talk about the way that brutality is embedded in policing. Well, this is from a retired NYPD executive. And I know I'm gonna mess up his name, Corey Pegues or Pegs, but he was on uh, the show with one of the friends of this show, Mark Lamont Hill. And during that interview, he discussed how police are taught to hunt in black and brown communities. Check this out. In black and brown's community for over 100 something years, the uh, police hunt. And in white communities, they protect and serve. That's, that's not a lie. That's well documented. You can see the same crimes happen in the same community, but you'll see the officers act a lot different. And so as long as we have that mindset. So when I was a cop, I was a cop in Astoria, Queens. So we all know Astoria. You have a black side, Queensbridge Projects, Astoria Projects, or others, you have Woodside Project. And then over by Rikers Island, you have very affluent houses. Some of them, they're probably eight, nine hundred thousand dollar houses now. And when they had to get their numbers, the anti-crime unit, just like the Scorpion unit, they're mandated to get like four felonies a month. So you got five cops, uh, four cops, one sergeant and four felonies. So that's like at least 16 felonies. They can't come in with somebody urinating on a wall or anything. So they had to hunt. There was really no crime over by Rikers Island. So the way they were hunt, they would go over to Queensbridge, over to Astoria, Ravenswood Projects, Woodside Projects, and hunt, hunt, hunt. Now, what does he mean by an NYPD executive? What is that? So certain police departments, like when you get ranked like lieutenant, sergeant and stuff, that's just higher rank. Some departments uh, title that differently. I was like, he was the vice president of the foot soldiers? Like, how that work? Like, what? <laughs> okay, got it. <laughs> like, he's the senior, senior VP of ass whoopings. Oh, got damn. it. <laughs> I mean, what he's saying doesn't sound far-fetched, right? I mean, we have heard about these quotas. I think most of us have heard about the quotas as it relates to, like, parking tickets, right? Yep. Like, it just feels like, oh, they got to have a certain level amount of parking tickets because they have to meet a certain level of uh, quota. But when we hear that they're not only doing these quotas, but that they're doing them for the sake of, once again, elevating the property value of white people, of elevating the sense of safety of white people, et cetera, and creating false numbers by seeking out 
um, crime and doing it in a way that, of course, ends up exacerbating like what's really taking place. Right. Because I feel like this is how you end up with them framing people. This is how you end up with them sprinkling a little crack on somebody and and then going about their way. And then here we are with somebody with a drug charge like this is how this happens. They end up doing these framings and they end up making these false arrests because they're trying to meet a quota that is not about keeping people safe. By any means. And the eerie part about this is there's somebody black listening right now to what he just said, and they're not shocked at all. <clears throat> no, not at all. But the truth is, it's really happening. I just saw a sister on The Breakfast Club. There, uh, They had a guest on who was talking about how she's a journalist, an investigative journalist who uncovered 13 gangs in the Los Angeles Sheriff Department. 13 Inside the sheriff's gangs, department. not the Bloods and Crips, like literal gangs within the police ranks. So, again, we got to wake up. We got to wake up and understand that this is deeper than rap. This is deep, deep, deep. Now, uh, the bench in Brooklyn, it used to be real deep. Now it's looking <laughs> real shallow. Temple's yeah. going down in the NBA. Real quick, uh, the Phoenix Suns just acquired KD, Kevin Durant from Brooklyn on Wednesday night. And this trade was a blockbuster trade because this just came just days after they traded another one of their stars away. <laughs> Kyrie Irving got traded away to the Dallas Mavericks. So it's a lot of shakeups going down in the NBA. That's the basketball organization, Amanda. Don't insult me. I live with a hooper. <laughs> no, <Okay. don't>. Listen. <laughs> she know what the NBA is, y'all. I can do it. I can, I, I, can, I can self-deprecate myself, but don't come on here trying to act like I can't shoot a mean J, okay? I had handled hey. it. I, I, I decided not to play basketball in college because I was like, this lady ain't going to keep yelling at me when I make the layups. Okay? <laughs> if I'm making them, I get it. But if I'm making them and she yelling, then I don't know what she wants. Now, I wish Billboard would let go of these lists that they be making because they never feel accurate. But I'm curious to see if you guys think they're accurate on this one. They named Jay-Z the greatest rapper of all time. So we're going to talk about that when we come back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. You listen, you laugh, and you learn. When you tapped into the Amanda Seals show, as Nails here, and that is Amanda Seals right there. What's going on, Amanda? Well, a group of staffers at Billboard published an article in partnership with Vibe, okay, so they're really like, we're co-signed. And the article <laughs> said the top five rappers of all time are in this order. <clears throat> From five to one. Eminem at number five. Tupac Amaru Shakur at number four. Nasir Jones, aka Nas, at number three. Kendrick Lamar at number two. And Jay-Z at number one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, waiting. I know y'all are in your car right now reacting, so I'm just giving you a moment. Now, while naming Hove the GOAT, they fired off accomplishments that Jay has obtained, 
like being the first rapper to ever be inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame, you know, like having earned 14 Billboard 200 number one albums, um, which is like the most amongst solo rap acts. He's earned over 140 million records sold. He has 24 Grammys. So they were giving all of these things as reasons why they feel like he should get this top notch. Mm. Now, the other 45 rappers are named, but let me give you the last five of the top 10. Number six, the Notorious B.I.G. Number seven, Toonchi. Number eight, Aubrey Graham. Number nine, Calvin Cortezar Brodus. And number 10, Nicki Minaj. I'm annoying y'all because you're like, damn it, quit saying their names. Okay, number six is Biggie, Christopher Wallace. Number seven is Lil Wayne. Number eight is Drake. Number nine is Snoop. And number 10 is Nicki Minaj. The fact that Andre 3000 is number 12, that Rakim is number 13, the fact that no member of the Wu-Tang is in the top 10, that most deaf is 36, Black Thought 28, Pusha T 29, Lauren Hill 30, y'all. This list what is. What are we talking about? Exactly. This list is a little weird right here. They got J. Cole Y'all gonna at 15, rank U-tip above Black Thought? Bruh. <laughs> Y'all gonna rank? Now listen, I love Tribe Called Quest like anybody. I, I, You know, Kamal, one of the greatest creators, but as a rapper, okay, as a lyricist, come on, ahead of most? Have y'all heard Speed Law? I just can't. I can't. <laughs> Also, I want to know, like, what are they basing this on? Because when they talk about all of the accolades that Jay-Z has that made them feel like he should get number one, you know, it's really based on a lot of things that really aren't about artistry. It's just about like winning awards and merits based on record sales. So it's like, is this really about that or is it about like creative? Because I would be curious if you ask these same rappers to do this list, how it would pan out. Ooh, now that would be a good thing to do to ask the actual rappers on the list to rank the top 50 I mean, rappers. that's what the Screen Actors Guild Awards is. That's why I actually like the SAG Awards because it's voted on by the members of SAG. <laughs> I get to vote on the SAG Awards. So, you know, I, I know a lot of people sat around at the table and made this list. What do you all think? Give us a call 1-855-262-6328. You know what? Why don't you give me your top five? Call up and let the Amanda Seals show know who are your top five. You want to know who my top five is? Well, call us up and I'll let you know. Oh, I thought you were about to give it to us right now. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, they got to call us up to get that from me. All right. Remember the number is 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back with more Amanda Seals show. The Amanda Seals show. We up, we up, we up. Every single day, especially on a Friday, you can listen, laugh and learn right here with the Amanda Seals show. And you can call us up anytime, whether we are on the air or off the air. If you listen to the podcast or the radio show, 855-262-6328. Again, that's 855-262-6328. Even if you want to chime in on the topic that we had on the show or just tell us what's on your mind, like this caller right here. What's on your mind? What's on my mind is I live in Philadelphia and... There was a video going around. You'll probably see it on Shade Room with the YT people, the kids spraying their face with black paint and made themselves blackface. Like to live in this city and know that it's going on here 
has me extremely, extremely pissed. Let's talk about it, Amanda. Listen, this is going down at Franklin Town Charter High School, as that was the identified school where the uh, students were involved. And this other school, St. Hubert, which is another school that is involved. And the thing that happened was that they were doing these videos, then they were Snapchatting them and sending them to their black classmates. So it wasn't even like, oh, they did this by themselves and someone leaked the video. No, they were making these videos, which were, of course, racist AF. And then they were antagonizing their black classmates by sending them to them. And I think what we have to remember is that, like she said, we in Philly, this ain't Mississippi. This ain't Alabama. This racism thing is nationwide. I'm actually going to talk a little bit about it on the next break and how it's uh, taking place in Cleveland with one of my sisters up in Cleveland. But I think it's really important that we remember that these kids are coming from homes where they're teaching them this. Right. Which is why it's that much more important that this school system, that the curriculum undermines this type of hatred with literal just facts, right? It's like, Mm -hmm. you don't even have to have a teacher try and teach a kid how to be anti-racist. You just got to teach the truth the way it is. And they, these kids catch on. So it's really, it's really, uh, it's really disheartening to hear this happen. And it really makes me say, you know, I hope these kids are being supported at home because it doesn't look like they're being supported at school. But I do know that a couple of the students apparently have been expelled. And I don't know why it ain't everybody. Everybody should be expelled and out of there. Homeschool, that's what it should be. Mm-hmm. Well, we got more of the Amanda Seals show next. So I want to talk about my homegirl, uh, Patricia McGregor, who is an incredible director. We went to high school together and she is standing up for some sisters of the stage in Cleveland. And I want to give her some props. So keep it locked right here at the Amanda Seals show. The Amanda Seals show. We up, we up, we up. Yes, sir. It's the Amanda Seals show. Friday, nails right here. Amanda Seals right there, who's about to take us on a little journey and give somebody some props. You said somebody from your high school? Ah, DP. You know it. You know, <laughs> I went to Dr. Phillips High School in Orlando, Florida, and we were in the performing arts magnet. And like those of us who were in that program, like we have a special camaraderie that just doesn't die. Patricia McGregor was a senior when I was a freshman and she was like one of the legends. Like it was like, oh my God, like Patricia spoke to me. Ah! <laughs> Well, Patricia has gone on to have an incredible career as a director. And I just want to shout her out because she was about to perform. uh, They were about to mount a play at the Cleveland Playhouse. And they decided that they wanted to actually take the play off the off the stage because the Cleveland Playhouse did not support a black woman who was in their staff, who was in their cast that was sexually assaulted while staying in the dorms at the Cleveland Playhouse residencies. And what I want to impart to all y'all listening, though, is that like when folks decide to do these things and make these stands, they lose money. Okay, like it's not like, okay, they just doing this and it doesn't have any impact, but they felt so strongly about the ways in which the Cleveland Playhouse was not showing up for their cast member and for their work that they were like, you know what? We taking this off the stage. And then the Cleveland Playhouse had the nerve to try and lie about it to the public males. Mm -hmm. Mm. So they're going to put out a press release that says Cleveland Playhouse cancels upcoming production of I'm back now. And they are like, absolutely not. It is a lie. They didn't cancel the production. It was interrupted by white supremacy and white supremacy culture. And to that, we said no. And so, The director said, I'm not doing it. The playwright removed the rights from 
the playhouse to be able to do the play. And the cast said, we're not doing it. And I really just wanted to tell, tell this story because we were talking yesterday about this webinar that I watched where the folks were saying in response to what's going on with the uh, eradication of African-American studies and really just the eradication of truth being taught in schools, there were these intellectuals and academics that held a webinar at Columbia and they were saying, we need to have courage in, in community. There needs to be courage in community. And this is an example of that in real time. This is courage in community. They said, I said no to working with status quo leadership that doesn't value black women artists. I said no to working with white led leadership who do not respect black women. I said no to aligning with co-leaders who enable racism and misogynoir. This sounds like me leaving the real. I said yes to protecting the well-being and safety of the I'm back now company and an agreement and solidarity playwright Charlie Yvonne Simpson pulled her rights to produce the play. They didn't cancel anything. So shout out to all of the folks involved with this show that are making a stand and taking a stand and saying we will not. Because that is how you actually affect these people. You get in their pockets. And you said it's called courage in community. Boom. Love it. All right. We are here at the Amanda Seals Show. Shout out to Philly because Philly is all about community. And uh, Super Bowl weekend is underway. So I know y'all are going to be locking arms and singing Eagle songs and having a good old drunk time. (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk about it when we get back right here at the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. This is the day before the big day, right? It's two days before the big day. Remember, the big day is Sunday. It's, it's okay, this is the Friday before the big Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. Yeah, it is. I know for a lot of people, what they really care about is Rihanna. That's what they really, Rihanna. That's what they really care about. So really funny, my mom sent me a text message saying, you watching the concert Sunday? I said, what concert? She said, oh, the Rihanna concert that happens to have a football game around it. I'm like, mom, come on now. Come on now. (laughs) That's that's how a lot of people are setting this Sunday up. So I get it. I get it. Well, it's going down. And I know Philly is not thinking about it that way at all. Philly is like, oh, no, no, no. This is an actual, real, necessary football game. And we are very happy to be here. So shout out to our Philly listeners that are excited about Super Bowl 57 going down this weekend. What else we got going on this hour? We're also going to talk to our Gen Z historian, Mr. Khalil Green, in the feature called Bet You Didn't Know. Because we're celebrating Black History Month over here at the Amanda Seal Show. Listen, you can stay connected with us 24-7 on our socials at Seal Set It or call us up at 855-262-6328. Again, that's 855-AMANDA-8. Listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show on a Friday. Welcome back. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals. And before we get into all this Super Bowl stuff, I want to remind y'all that you can check out my podcast, Small Doses, now available on Urban One Podcast. Yes. So wherever you get this podcast, the Amanda Seals Show, you can also check out Small Doses. I call it potent truths for everyday use. And this week's episode is side effects of being a risk 
Taker. Give it a listen. If you haven't had a chance to get there, then now's the chance to take it there. Also, you can watch it on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. So I'm giving y'all a lot of content, y'all. You can't say your girl ain't working and sharing. You can't say your girl ain't working and sharing. Now, what's going on this Sunday? We got a football game, I think, something like that. Yeah, it's the first that's going down this weekend, man. First time ever in the Super Bowl that we're going to get to see two black quarterbacks play and go against each other. One from Kansas City and the other one from Philly. We also got a first. The mother's two sons will play in the Super Bowl. Both play on offense on both teams. So that's Donna Kelchi. She got sons Jason and Travis Kelchi. I think this is also the first game where there will be a black woman coach involved. Uh, I'm going to tell you her name in 2.2 seconds, but this sister is the first black woman to be coaching in the NFL. And her name is Autumn Lockwood. So she will be there. She joined the team and she is going to be coaching at the Super Bowl with the Philadelphia Eagles. So that is a big deal. And there's also another. Oh, this is also the first time a black woman sports agent is representing a quarterback in the Super Bowl. So we got a lot of first blacks, a lot of first blacks with the Super Bowl. A lot. We're going to be witnessing history and we'll be part of history, too, because shout out to our Philly listeners who cannot stop singing fly Eagles fly because of this big game this weekend. It's going down. So hope that we get a win so that we can talk about it when we come back next Monday and instead of talking about sadness because that's what's going to be if Philly <laughs> doesn't win. Well, actually, it won't be sadness. It'll be anger. <laughs> okay. Big time <laughs> anger. Yes. Now, coming up next, so excited to have this segment right here. Bet you didn't know. We got Khalil Green, one of my favorite social media historians. Always comes with the knowledge and he is your Gen Z historian to be specific. So stick around and find out what he's going to be teaching us about here at the Amanda Seal Show when we get back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We've had a great week. Yeah, we had a great week. Thank you to Khalil Green for joining us and sharing with us some knowledge. We got another uh, social media historian and knowledge giver, information sharer coming with us next week. For bet you didn't know, so look out for that. Next week, I'll also be telling y'all a little bit about my uh, nude photo shoot that I did. Yeah, that's right. I did a photo shoot. <laughs> Uh-oh, do Yeah. So I'm going to tell y'all all about that next week. You got to stick around and hear the details. Also, gonna, of course, going to be finding out who the winner of the Super Bowl is. So we'll talk about that. What else we got? Well, we'll also uh, talk about these topics that we've been on. You guys keep calling us up and letting us know your opinions on them at 855-AMANDA-8. It's 855-262-6328. And while we're saying that phone number, we want to remind you that it is Black History Month. And we know you're proud to be black. We want you to share that with us because we're going to play that all over the airwaves all month long. All right. So 855-AMANDA-8. 855-262-6328. Call us up and tell us why you proud to be black, all right? All right. Now, remember, if you missed any part of the show, you can check out the latest podcast episode wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. This is the Amanda Seal Show. Be safe this weekend, y'all. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.